Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And you have joined Calvary Live. Welcome to today's program. So excited that we can be together and, and just talk about the things of the Lord. You are invited to call into the program at that number just given to you, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number for you to be on the air to ask your questions about the Bible, Christian living, how do we respond to the things that we see going on around us? And we're also taking your prayer requests. So if you need prayer, please call, and uh, we'd love to pray for you and and for us to go to the throne of grace in time of need. So 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. There's another way for you to be able to communicate to us, as most of you know that are um, regular listeners to Calvary Live but let me give that number. It's a text line. It's for texting only. That is 720-336-0897. And I just want to remind everybody, especially as we're heading into the holiday season of Thanksgiving and Christmas, that that text line is a 24-7 prayer line that you can text in a prayer request anytime and there will be the staff at Calvary Church in Aurora that will be praying for you. I just think it's a, a really neat resource, especially when we head into Thanksgiving and Christmas. It can be a very difficult time for people or um, just a stressful time for people. So we want to be able to be able to just um, pray for you, and, and the staff will be there dedicated to do that. So I want to welcome everyone on this Monday, whether it's afternoon or evening, wherever you're at. In the United States, uh, it's the 14th of November. It's a Monday. We start a, a new work week. It's the week before Thanksgiving week. And I just want to be able to be a blessing to you, answer your questions, and just be able to uh, be here to encourage you in the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we welcome all of you tuned in to Grace FN. You're listening live along the Front Range in Colorado, up in the southern Wyoming. And then also you who are listening to Radio by Grace, many stations across the United States on that radio network. And then also online, you are listening live. Give me a call at 303-690-3000. We're going to go to the phone lines in just a minute here. And uh, there's a couple open lines, so grab one of those open lines. This is your show. This is your program uh, where you get to ask the questions that you've been wanting to ask or to get prayer that you need. 303-690-3000 and the text line 720-336-0897. To introduce myself, my name is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley, and I am usually with you on Monday and Tuesday. And just so glad to be with you on this Monday as we find ourselves right before the Thanksgiving season, Thanksgiving week coming up next week, and then we'll enter into the Christmas season. And uh, it's a it's a special time of the year. Um, it's a, a joyous time. Uh, it's a time for us to be thankful unto the Lord. The psalmist writes in Psalm 107, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works 
with rejoicing. Let's go to Logan, who's in Clovis, New Mexico. Hi, Clovis. You're on Calvary Live. Hello. You there? Um, I just had a quick yes, sir. Yeah, I go ahead, Logan. I had a quick question. I, uh, I had to work yesterday, so I couldn't go to church. So I was, I was watching my church message, and at the end of it, like it automatically played some other thing. And this is just maybe for the listeners who I just want to make sure I'm not being deceived because there was this guy and he was talking about the word and how powerful it is. And then he started like, he asked people to come up to the stage and he asked them what was wrong. And he started putting his hands on them and he was like, Ooh, I can feel it. And I was like, he was healing people. And I was like, that doesn't seem like God would share that with people. Well, what you're watching, Logan, is you're probably watching, you know, one of the faith healers that, you know, is, that you see oftentimes on Christian TV, um, those who, you know, emphasize the healings, people come up, they fall over, um, you know, all these different things. It's important for us to test the spirits to see if they are of God, because uh, John tells us that, and we always look at the scripture. It, healing is, is I believe, God heals today. Uh, we see Jesus healing. Uh, he healed, as you read the Gospels, great multitudes uh, that gathered around him. And But you don't see the uh, theatrics that um, you see today on TV. Uh, the, you know, touch you on the head and you fall over. Yeah. And then they touch him and then... Yeah, or, just, you know... That's why I'm asking, because, like, it didn't feel right, like, down Well, inside. yeah, and whether anybody gets healed on those, I don't know, you know? But the thing is, is I see the work of the Holy Spirit, uh, the gift of healing in the Scriptures. I see that Jesus, he didn't want to make it uh, a circus kind of mentality. Uh, he told, uh, oftentimes, those who are healed, don't go and tell anyone Uh, He was one, uh, Paul the Apostle, same way. Miracles working through Paul. You see in the city of Ephesus that people were being healed and different things like that um, in the book of Acts. But it wasn't theatrics. It wasn't to, you know, just this out of control. The Holy Spirit um, does heal. But, you know, I take those things and I put them aside and, you know, I I just don't watch those things. I don't like those things. I, I don't like the people falling over, you know, in, in the spirit. Those of the charismatic or Pentecostal circles, uh, that is something that perhaps happens in their services or things like that. But I just, I just don't. I just don't see it in the scriptures, being slain in the spirit. The only time that I see people falling back, actually, in the scriptures, is when the soldiers came to arrest Jesus in John's gospel, and they, um, Jesus, you know, uh, said, who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. And he said, I am he. And they all fell over backwards. That's the only slain in the spirit that I've seen. Um, Jesus was saying, you're not going to take me unless I give you permission to take me. And these guys fall over with their armor, their swords, their clubs, and everything else. But I just I just don't see that as the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, masses of people, I've seen it to where, you know, one faith teacher swinging his coat and, you know, kind of like 
uh, throwing the Holy Spirit uh, like a softball. The Holy Spirit is not a force. The Holy Spirit is a person, the third person of the Trinity, uh, God in the person of the Holy Spirit. And if it just doesn't line up with Scripture, what I see, then I just dismiss it and I put it aside. Uh, the only reason why I was watching it because he was talking like, I guess that's how they get you. They, they talk well, a big game. Yeah, yeah. and and the thing is, and... yeah, and if those things, you know, you can just, you know, my focus is I want to be in the Word of God. I know God heals, and I know He heals in miraculous ways. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is working today. But, you know, I, I don't see a circus mentality in the Scripture. That's the desire of God in the Scriptures when I see those things on TV. So, you know, be edified in the Word of God. You know, watch that which is edifying and building you up and teaching you um, there's so many good things out there that you can watch. Uh, we don't have to watch all those things on YouTubes and everything else. And and um, be wise in how you spend your time. All right, Logan. Yes, sir. All you guys are pretty pretty good. I appreciate well, your service. You bet, Logan. Appreciate you calling. Blessings to you. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the calling number. The text line is 720-336-0897. You know, test the spirits. There's a lot of weirdness out there. There's a lot of things out there, um, you know, and I just don't see the circus mentality. Uh, Jesus tried to prevent it from happening, and um, he healed the multitudes, but uh, the healing ministries, um, I just kind of, uh, I, I just don't like watching it. It, it just, to me, it just is kind of weird, and, and when faith teachers swing their coat and the whole multitude falls over or, um, you know, throw the Holy Spirit like a softball out into the crowd. Like I've seen some do that. And I don't know, just to me, it's just not, it's just not biblical to me. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Hey, we got all open lines I see right now on this Monday. I also want to welcome those who are listening on Hope FM, Truth FM, and Higher Rock Radio, Hope and Truth FM out on the East Coast. You guys have been a part of our Calvary uh, Live family for years, and you know that it's a week delayed. It just simply means you get to call me, and then you'll listen to the program next week as it airs on your radio network. But give me a call. we got all open lines right now. Let me know that you're there. Um, I do want to also encourage you in a couple ways as we are getting closer to Thanksgiving and also to um, to the Christmas season. First of all, perhaps many of you that are listeners out there that you're involved in uh, Operation Christmas Child. It's a ministry of Samaritan person. This is now Collection Week, and it started today, and it goes till next Monday. And we here at Calvary Greeley in northern Colorado, we have been the collection um, center for the shoeboxes in the Greeley area and Weld County. So be sure to get on our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org. That's calvarychapelgreeley.org to get those times that you can bring your shoe boxes. I believe we had nearly 1,500 shoe boxes today that came in. And so we'll be seeing thousands of shoe boxes come. They will be packaged up and then eventually given to the distribution or taken down there in Denver. And so, um, you know, it's not too late to be a part of that ministry. It's a very simple ministry of getting a shoe box and then putting some things in there. They have all the listings, suggestions for a child, a boy or a girl, and then that shoe box will go to a third world country. And those shoe boxes, 
go all over the world. And it's a great ministry, I think, to introduce to your children about missions, uh, to take your children to the store, help them fill up the shoebox, uh, get the labels ready, take it, give it to the people at your collection center. Uh, for you as parents, grandparents, uh, whoever you are, to pray over the shoebox, whoever's going to receive that shoebox, that they would come to Christ because the gospel is put into those shoeboxes. I think it's a, a simple concept, but it's a lot of work and a lot of organization that Samaritan put, uh, Samaritan's Purse uh, puts into it. Uh, but it's just a great ministry. We're involved in it. Many churches are involved in it. I'm sure that many of you that are listening are involved in it. And this is Collection Week. So get your shoebox, take it to your collection center. And uh, there's a prayer request that just came in that we would pray for Collection Week. So, Father, we do pray for all the shoeboxes that will be coming in for Operation Christmas Child. I look forward to this week, Lord. It's such a incredible privilege to be a part of Operation Christmas Child. And I pray that every shoebox that comes here in Greeley, but also here in our listening area and throughout the nation would be handled with care, with love, uh, hands of labors uh, that uh, is lovingly taking those shoeboxes, packing them, uh, making sure things are ready to go. And then even the, the process of getting on a plane, uh, being flown to third world countries, the people on the ground that will be handing those shoeboxes, the children, and I pray salvation would come. I pray that that children and families would come to Christ uh, with the gospel message that is put in there and also be blessed. So, Lord, just bless this week. We just commit this all to you, this incredible ministry, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And one of the things I want to encourage you, we do have all open lines, I see, so give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Love for you to text me a question or a prayer request. But um, as we enter into the, the holiday season, Thanksgiving, um, to be able to minister to people. I I've, was talking to the congregation yesterday at, at our services uh, to really pray about how you can minister to somebody at work or a family member or an old friend or a neighbor, uh, whoever's linked to you in your life, that maybe um, they just need to be ministered to in knowing the gospel. Maybe they're lonely. Maybe they're isolated. Um, to invite them to a service, to maybe perhaps uh, bring them a Thanksgiving basket or to you know, bless them at Christmas. And and I pray that you would consider that. Invite them out to a service. We're going to be advertising our Christmas Eve services. It's a wonderful time to celebrate the birth of Jesus, and we're going to give the gospel on Christmas Eve to bring somebody to, to hear the wonderful message that Jesus came to this world. And so love for you to be able to, to just, you know, pray about that and be sensitive to that. And um, it, it is a wonderful time. But it's also a time where people, again, uh, I think, uh, can find themselves just kind of wrestling with things and isolated and feeling down. All open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. So give me a call here on Calvary Live. Love to talk to you. Uh, Let me know you're there. And uh, we're going to go to the text line, and we got a question um, in John chapter 10, verse 34, uh, it says that Jesus said that you are gods. 
Uh, is he saying that man can be gods? A person told me uh, that's what Jesus was teaching. I'm sure it's probably somebody of the New Age um, mentality or philosophy that they get into, or maybe even somebody who's in Mormonism, because Mormons teach that eventually you can become a god. Part of their um, their uh, doctrine is, is that you progress in heaven, and it, you can become a god, and you can create a world, and uh, that is part of the Mormon doctrine. But Jesus is not saying um, that you can be gods. He's referring to Psalm 82 um, as the religious leaders are coming against Jesus. And he says, is it not written in your law that I said you are gods? And he's talking about judges, earthly judges, uh, used in Psalm 32. The word law here is the um, the whole Old Testament. And so here Jesus is saying that if God gave these unjust judges the title gods because of their office, why do you consider it blasphemy that I call myself the Son of God in light of the testimony of me and my works? And so, you know, Jesus did not take the statement, you are gods, to apply to all humanity or to even all believers. He's talking about specifically those judges um, there, um, and uh, he's getting them to think um, as they are arguing with him again um, about his works, testify of who he has testified that he came from the Father, because he just got done saying that the Father and I are one. Well, we got a couple open lines. Let me give you that number, and then we're going to go back to the phone lines. The uh, The call-in number is 303-690-3000, and the text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Ashley in Maryland. Ashley? Ashley? Yes? You're on Calvary Live. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Um, this is Ashley. I'm calling from Maryland. I just had a well, prayer thank- request. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. So pretty much I just wanted to pray that God gives me the strength and the ability to study my Bible more. Do that and sometimes it gets like difficult for me to open my Bible and actually study. But like I actually do like study my Bible. So I just wanted to pray for like grace and the ability to be able to do it more. I think that's a wonderful prayer request, Ashley. And I, I think that, um, you know, to as you we pray for this, that God's going to honor that. And he desires for you to open up the Word of God. He wants to teach you and edify you and uplift you and give you understanding. And one of the things, Ashley, that I always encourage people is read your Bible every day. You know, be in a good Bible teaching church. And as you do, you're going to grow tremendously. And I know sometimes it's hard for all of us, whether you're young or whether, you know, um, you know, we got, we go to school, we got jobs, we get busy, but I'll tell you what, the Lord will tremendously bless you in that prayer. As you say, Lord, help me to just grow in the scriptures, grow in the word. And uh, you're going to see that he's going to teach you and grow you. It's the way to maturity. It's the way to strength. And Father, I pray for Ashley. I just pray that as she desires and is willing to take the time to call us on the show from Maryland to ask for uh, your grace, Lord, and uh, to help her just to to have that desire for your word. Uh, the Bible speaks about how we should hunger for the word of God. And Lord, that we should desire it as newborns for milk. And I pray that you would give her that desire. And as she is reading the scriptures, that you would grow her. 
that you would mature her, that she would uh, just grow in wisdom and, Lord, in your understanding and the treasures that are there um, in the scriptures to, to declare you and your love and your goodness and truth and how we are to live, that you would take it and just plant it in her heart, that her heart may be like good soil to take root there and to bear fruit in her life. And I just pray for Ashley that you would bless her and just help her to grow in every way. She listens to Christian you know, radio. She listens to um, the a teaching of a, 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 at her church that uh, she goes to, but as she just opens up the scriptures herself and reads and studies, that you would bless her and grow her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Ashley, let, let us know how it's going, how God is blessing you as you just grow in the Word of God. Love to hear back from you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless you. How oh, that blesses me. When I hear somebody who asks, you know, for prayer to uh, just grow in God's Word, and um, it, that's special. That's, that's special, and I know God's going to bless Ashley in that. Couple open lines, 303-690-3000 the call-in number. And then, of course, that text line is available for you as well. Let me give it to you. Put these numbers in your contacts, and then you can pull them up as you desire to be a part of Calvary Live. Got plenty of time in the show. 720 is the text line, 336-0897. Let's go to Ben in Pennsylvania. Hello. Hey. Um, How are you, Ben? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Um, first of all, it's nothing on to speak with you, but um, my question is basically to summarize it. Like, I have a friend, actually multiple friends, and we both confess that Jesus is Lord. And, like, I believe we're believers, but the thing is with my friends, sometimes they kind of justify the Scripture like, we both believe the Scripture is the Word of God, but they twist the Scripture, I guess you'd say, in order to make it justify their own needs and, like, um, support their personal um, personal, uh, like their personal like experience with different things. So I'm wondering, the question is basically, I'm wondering how, because we're called to be unified, and I can't be, I can't be in unity with someone who, who, like God is God, and God said He is. Like I am, but if if you understand this, what? Yeah, what I I know where. Like, yeah, good. You know, Ben, I know where you're going, and the the thing is, there are people who will take verses out of the Scripture, and they will use it to justify ungodly living or the wrong view of God. You know, you see that in the progressive theology that you know we're to love one another. Um, and they say that's, you know, what brings us uh, salvation. It's just love one another. It doesn't matter how we live. Um, you know, we can live any way that we want to justify living in sinful lifestyles. You know, judge not lest you be judged. And they'll use those verses. Um, they'll, they'll pull out verses to twist the Scriptures. It's easy to do that. And, and the thing is, that's why it's so important that we take, the scripture and keep it in its context, the whole of scripture. I've always said that if you don't keep scripture in its context, if you don't have the text, then you're going to have the con. And so there are those who will take portions, little pieces of the scripture, 
and they'll base their you know beliefs on that rather than taking it all in context on who God is uh who Jesus declared uh, that he is uh the deity of Jesus when it comes to holy living when it comes to any matter that is clearly given to us in the scriptures and you talked about unity and with unity you know we're going to when it comes to certain secondary issues there's the essentials of the scriptures of the bible that that we need to be in agreement with that there isn't compromise the deity of jesus the the message of the gospel things like that there's secondary issues that perhaps we may have different views on like the coming of the lord or the spiritual gifts things like that but it's very important that that you how you can minister to your friends ben is that you become a student of the word and when they bring something up you can engage in conversation and saying okay you give this verse that justify how you live or this belief or concept of god or whatever it is that they're saying can you explain that and then you're able to pull them back and to be able to give them the truth of the scriptures well this is what the scripture says and to be able to give a defense, to be able to give an answer. We don't have to quarrel with them, you know, because uh, I think that Paul, he says that very clear as you go into Timothy, that a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, be able to teach, patient, listen, in humility correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps might grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. So in that humility and in that you know, gentleness, saying, listen, that's not what the Bible is teaching. This is what the Bible is teaching them, and bring them into that truth that that perhaps there might be repentance if they're living in sin, that there be repentance if they have, you know, a wrong view of God or the character and nature of God, and to be able to teach them in that way. So um, that's what you want to do, and pray, and, and keep the conversation going, but, you know, always you know, Jesus was the perfect combination of grace and truth. Um, he never backed down on truth, but he was graceful. He 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 knew how to talk to people and draw them to the scriptures. He oftentimes would say, "It is written." Have you not read? And bring in correction to them, and you you can do the same thing. That's very understandable. Thank you so much. I'll meditate on that. But, um... Yeah, just you know, be a student of the word yourself and. I talk to many people out, you know, in a community or, you know, in my own ministry and, and people at church. So, and, you know, here's the thing, Ben, we want them to be able to ask questions, um, but we also want to give them the truth. We don't want to compromise. When somebody says, you know, God's word says that judge not lest you be judged. Don't judge me and just love one another. And that means that I can just live any way that I want. And, and you know, God loves me the way that I am. So I can live this sinful lifestyle. It's you know we can come back and we can tell them, listen, God loves you too much to leave you where you are, and He's calling you to to turn to Him, to to know His commands, to give your life to Him. Um, Jesus died on the cross and bring them correction, as Timothy says that we are to do. We don't have to comp- never compromise the truth, and I think that's been what you're you're not wanting to do that, um, exactly. and. And, you know, and I commend you for that, but keep giving them truth and um, just pray that the Lord will open their hearts and soften their hearts to that. Father, I pray for Ben. I I thank you for his call, and I just pray you give him wisdom, that you give him guidance, um, and 
as he talks to his friends, that they he would be able to pull them to the truth of what the Scripture says, not uh, just you know twisting the Scriptures as they do to justify any kind of living or their views that are not biblical, not truthful. So, Lord, give him just blessing, give him wisdom, uh, help him to be able to bring correction with the spirit of humility and gentleness, um, as we are told in the scriptures in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Ben, call back and tell us how it goes when you talk to your friends sometime, okay? We're going to be right back. 303-690-3000. I think we got an open line. We'll go back to the phone lines. we got Todd and Sydney in Alabama waiting. Uh, hope they hold for us, and we'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley here in northern Colorado on this beautiful day. I know for many of you listening on Hope and Truth FM and uh, that you are also those on the east side of the country, Radio by Grace, you're listening live, those of you on Radio by Grace, um, that it's evening time, the sun is setting here, the days are getting shorter, just um, just a beautiful sky as I look out the window, but I pray you're doing well. Um, I pray that God is just taking you deeper into his love, into his word. So we want to encourage you in that. We're here to serve you in that way of just encouraging you in the word of God and in prayer. So uh, we're going to go to phone lines in just uh, a second, but I want to remind you that we do have an open line. 303-690-3000 will get you to me where we can talk and I can pray for you or answer your questions. And then that text line where you can text a prayer request um, or a, uh, you know, a question that you have is 720-336-0897. Just want to remind those again in the Greeley area uh, this is Collection Week for Operation Christmas Child. So we here at Calvary Chapel Greeley are the collection center for you in Greeley and, and around Weld County. So be, to check, be sure to check out our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org. And on our website is the uh, operation hours of uh, that will continue through next Monday that we'll be collecting those shoe boxes. So just so privileged to be a part of it and Looking forward to uh, seeing people come and bring those shoe boxes and then sending those out to uh, wherever they go throughout the world. Uh, such a wonderful, wonderful ministry. 303-690-3000 is the calling number. We've got an open line, so grab that open line. We're going to go to Todd and Aurora. Todd? Hey, Pastor Jeff. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Thanks for calling. How can we serve you? Yeah. Yeah, um, I have a friend was in Pennsylvania with his best friend uh, that he's known since four year four years old. It's a really good friendship, but his friend's name's um, Rick and his wife's name's Christy, and they have a little boy, Adley, and he's about four or five years old. And I found out from uh, my friend Dave 
uh, he was in Pennsylvania with a family, and Dave gave me a call while I was at work. And um, Adley was admitted to the hospital, Children's Hospital in Pennsylvania, and he had a brain tumor that was removed uh, last week. And um, I was, uh, I stopped immediately what I was doing at work and took Dave's call. And um, I ended up praying with Dave about Adley and Adley is in critical condition right now. And the found out that the tumor was cancerous and he may not survive uh, up to Christmas. And um, I know this is really heartbreaking, but we really need to have the power of prayer here for this little boy, Adley and Rick and Christy. And um, may the Lord uh, be with them and guide them. And, and Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, and let's pray for them. Such a difficult, difficult situation. And so if everybody who's listening, if we can just pray right now for this couple, uh, Rich and Christy, and for little Adley, and we lift them up to you, Lord. Little Adley, who just had surgery and a brain tumor and it's cancer, and he's in critical condition. He's in ICU. Uh, we just pray for your touch upon him. We pray for a miracle. We pray for your healing upon him. Be with the doctors, the nurses as they're treating them. We pray for your mercy and for your Lord, just your compassion and grace to be bestowed upon this family. And Lord, we do. We we know we're invited to ask for healing, and we do ask for healing on behalf of this little boy. We ask for strength and comfort to be given to Rich and Christy, um, his parents. Uh, Lord, as I'm sure that they. Um, are overwhelmed with all of this and the rest of the family. And Lord, I just pray that you give them the strength that they need, that you would give them wisdom as perhaps maybe decisions need to be made um, in the days following now, um, that you would give them comfort that they need. And particularly when um, the holiday season brings such a blessing when we have kids and small kids, that they're going through this this very stressful very serious situation. So I pray that you would show yourself strong on behalf of Adley. The parents bring healing. Lord, we ask for this, and we ask for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I wanted to say, Ashley, um, you know, Mark 12, verse 30 and 31, and to the last caller, I'm, I'm driving, Pastor Jeff, but... You know what those verses are. And chapter 12? Yeah. Yeah, chapter 12, verse 30 and 31. Yeah. And he gives us the greatest commandments, doesn't he? Is that um, that one came to him, um, the the scribe. And, you know, the scribes were ones that uh, not only were they ones that— would write the scriptures, but they interpreted the scriptures. And he says that you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And this is the first commandment. 
And a second is like it in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And I think that's a good word for us, and especially during the holiday season. Yes, amen. I couldn't Thanks. believe any more than that. Thank you, Pastor yeah. Jeff. And Thank remember, you, Todd. Remember, listeners, yeah. faith for fear. Amen. Yeah. Okay, Todd, thank you. I appreciate your call and taking the time. We're going to be praying for this little little boy. All right, I believe we got an open line. Um, 303-690-3000 is calling number hard, real hard, but we want to pray for you. Um, there's, there's power in prayer. Um, we're uh, invited to pray, to go to the throne of grace in time of need. So if you need prayer, give me a call. And I'd love to pray with you and for you. Or if you know somebody that needs prayer, 303-690-3000 will get you to me. And then the text line, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Sydney in Alabama. Sydney? Yeah. Yes, how you doing? Sir? I'm a preacher. Awesome pastor. That's good. I like that. I like that. Preacher. Yeah. Preacher. You're on Calvary Live. I'm glad you called. Yeah, I was just listening um, to some, you know, conversation, and I was just, I was just saying something. But I want prior because Jesus said we like Him, but we're not we're never going to be Him because He's the only one in your above all things. So we we like Him. I want prior that I would be like Him, love everybody or you know, whatever. Everybody can be the same, but I want yeah. to be like Him. That yeah, you know. Because sometimes the devil come in and bring hate in your heart. So um, yeah. I don't know how it happens sometimes, but it happens. So I'm not, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm. I've I'm, I'm, never debated on this way of life. Say I'm not perfect. I know I'm not, but I don't want to dwell on that. Um, that word. That word is not yeah. something I don't want to use in my vocabulary if I can help myself. But I want prior yeah. to be like him, like you say, we gonna be like him. Yeah. And, you know, and Jesus says that we are, you know, the Bible teaches about being conforming to the image of Jesus uh, from glory to greater glory day by day. And, you know, the thing is, you know, we're not perfect. You're not perfect. Neither am I. But it's really important because here's the thing that we not only believe the gospel. And I think I was saying this on our radio program today um, that plays on Grace FM. But we also live the gospel. And Jesus said that they will know that you're my disciples for your love for one another. I just read from Mark in the previous caller, uh, Todd, uh, Mark chapter 10, verses 30 and 31, that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord and to love others. And we also know that the fruit of the Spirit is love. Paul talks about, you know, a, a more excellent way, and that is to love. And so love is something that, that we as Christians are to be marked with. And and the enemy, as you said, uh, Sidney, does come in and try to sow discord. And we lose perspective and we fail. But I think it's so important that, that we as Christians, that we show the love of Jesus Christ. And love includes giving truth as well. We're to speak the truth in love. Um, but sometimes we lose perspective and we begin grumping at people and, you know, uh, we begin to uh, put them down or we become very critical and judgmental. 
Um, we use social media to be critical. Um, what we are to do is we are to display the love of Jesus Christ. You know, Sydney, you remember in the Gospels that there was a man that was blind, um, and Jesus touched his eyes, and Jesus asked him, can you see, you know, what do you see? And he says, I see men, it's cloudy, uh, they're like trees. And then Jesus touched them again, and then he could see clearly. And it's interesting in that healing of Jesus, there are some who said, well, did Jesus make a mistake when he healed that man? He had to correct his mistake. I don't think Jesus made a mistake. I think the Holy Spirit recorded that for us because, you know, we've been touched. You know, the the testimony in John chapter 9 of the man born blind, that I was blind, but now I see. And we were all blind. You know, we were blind um, as Satan blinds the hearts of those who have no understanding, those in the world. We've been blind because of sin, but Jesus opened our eyes, and now we can see. But sometimes we just need that second touch to see people the way that he wants us to see him. You know, we see things cloudy. We see things, people as trees, and, you know, we just um, we don't see them in the way that the Lord wants us to see them. And we need to always keep that eternal perspective that there's people lost, and keep in mind that the world's going to be the world, but we, the church, need to be the church. And we as Christians, that we have the love of Christ and and to be able to speak the truth in love, we can do that firmly with gentleness and, and with um, compassion and to be able to do that. Um, and so that's what I'm going to pray for you, Sydney. I'm going to pray that the Lord will do that work in your heart as Father. That's that's a good word for us. And for Sydney, I pray as he desires to be more like Jesus, the fruit of the Spirit is love and and gentleness and kindness and meekness and those things that are listed there in Galatians. But, Lord, love is, is the characteristic that we are to display. And, Lord, I do pray that you would just be with Sydney, grow him, give him wisdom. And, Lord, that love would be uh, also love is part of living for Christ, living the gospel, and then sharing it with others. So, Lord, we want to see people clearly. We want to be able to bless them in every way. And I just ask that for Sydney. I just pray that you would just uh, do that work in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, yeah. brother. You bet, Sydney. Good to hear from you guys down south in Alabama. Those of you guys on Radio by Grace just love it. So, so glad that we can reach so many people. Let's go to Hillary in Denver. Hi, Hillary. Hello. Hi there. How are you? I'm okay. How can we pray for you? Yeah, I'm pulling over on the side of the highway. Um, I'm on a road trip, uh, visiting, going to visit family and my friends in Mississippi, and just had a really tough conversation with my older sister today, Haley. And I've recently come back to my faith, and she's really, really struggling and at her wit's end, and just ready to throw in the towel and. She can't seem to get it and to, to trust God, and she's angry with God. And we're all, like, in these middle battles and these transitions. And I just she's I just feel like she's at the end, and she needs—she's mad because she keeps praying, and she's not getting the answer she's looking for. And I just feel like she's got it. She's missing the point. And um, I've just seen her go through so much pain in our lives, and I, I need yeah. to heal my relationship with her, too. Anyways— long story, but I just want to pray for her right now and to 
pray for others who are just at their wit's end and don't know where to turn to. Yeah, so you said you're on your way to Mississippi? Um, yes, my parents live there. Okay, and you'll be talking with Haley? Yeah, yeah, I told her I'd check in with her tonight. She she wanted to, you know, get drink. She wanted to, yeah, just talking, just talking scary stuff. And um, okay. I'll call her and check in her in with her tonight. But she's Good. talking to basically everyone in the family just to kind of hold on. Yeah, Father. I first of all, I just pray for Hillary. She's on a long road trip, and um, with this on her mind and. Um, I pray that you keep her safe, keep her under the shadow of your wings as she travels through, uh, it's a long distance, to Mississippi. But Lord, also she talks to her sister, uh, Haley. Lord, she's hurting right now. She's in a lot of pain. And Lord, there's a lot of things that are there that we don't know, but you do know. And Lord, that you would minister to her heart. That Lord, that she would somehow come to understand that you do love her. You got a wonderful plan for her life and she's frustrated. She's, we don't know what she's been through. The hurt is very real, but Lord, even as we know that you're a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, the book of Isaiah says, and you don't bruise, um, you don't quench a smoking flax. You don't break a bruised reed. That's your ministry of gentleness. I pray that you would draw Haley to you, that you would just um, open up her eyes, and Lord, that she would come to understand of your love, that that you want to to be in her life, to work in her life, that she can trust you, and that you're a God of compassion and grace, and Lord, that she would call out to you, and Lord, um, that you want to bring that peace into her heart. You want to bring comfort, and you want to work on her behalf. So I just pray for that. I pray that you give Hillary just wisdom as she ministers to her sister and to her family. And Lord, I pray you give her the words to speak and that you would work by your Holy Spirit in a powerful way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hillary? Yeah. You know, Isaiah says that the Lord, that he doesn't quench a smoking flax and he doesn't break a bruised reed. And I'm very grateful for that, for the Lord. Just keep being reminded of that as you minister to her. And I'm so, you know, a lot of times we want, we hear, you got to be on fire for God, but for a lot of people, they're hurting and they're in trouble and they're going through difficulty. And, and he doesn't just take our smoldering, you know, hearts and just throw, you know, a bucket of water on it. He desires to cup her heart and fan back the warmth and and bring her to to him. And then also when we're bruised, you know, what's the thing that we do when we're bruised on our body? If somebody tries to touch it, we pull back. And just to pray for that healing of that bruising that she's been through. And and I'm she's so blessed that she has you. Um that you're gonna be checking in on her. You're praying for her. We've been praying for her and we're just gonna to continue to do so and um, I just pray that God does a mighty work in her heart in drawing her to her, to to Himself, and to His love, and into His compassion and grace. And we're going to keep praying, okay? But you drive okay. safe. Thank okay? you so much. Have a good one. Okay. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Let's go to Anna in Colorado. Hi. Aunt, 
Hi, Anna. You're on Calvary Live. Hi. <laughs> I was Go ahead. Because... Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. I was calling because I'm in need of prayer. Um, okay. I would like to get this for God to guide me and to give me clarity and peace. You know, I've been uh, dealing with a lot of issues at work for many, many months. I feel like I'm emotionally drained, and I just don't have the will in me to keep going back to that same work environment. Um, and I feel like today God said, and he gave me the okay to go ahead and move on, that he has something better for me. But I yeah. just wanted to get prayer and to make sure that, you know, that I'm hearing yeah. him correctly because yeah. I myself, I feel like I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it sounds like, you know, without going into all the details, but what you're telling me has been a very trying time, and God is the one that he can move us on. But as this decision is being made, you said something very important. You said God has given you a peace. And in Colossians, Paul prays, he says, may the the Lord give you a peace that rules in your heart. And that word rule literally means an umpire. Uh, it, It means that he's making the call. And as you have that peace that rules in your heart, he guides you and directs you as you are listening to the still small voice of the Lord. And then Isaiah chapter 30 is he promises that as we go to him and wait on him, and it sounds like you've waited on him. You've been in this job. You've tried to make it work. But now you've heard from him. This is the way to go. Go to the right and go to the left. So, Father, I pray for my sister. I just pray for Anna as she calls. And it's been difficult. It's been hard, um, overwhelming emotionally, um, and uh, I'm sure taxing spiritually even. But Lord, um, you've given her peace um, to move on and that she would hear you as you say, go to the left, go to the right, that you would guide her steps, that you would provide for her as she feels she needs to move on. And I pray that you would bring her to that job where she can really flourish in a good job, where she can go in peace, not in bondage. And Lord, that you would just work in her life and bring her to the perfect job that will provide for her and where she can be a light. And Lord, that she can be there in peace and and, and not in a difficult situation that's just beating her down. And I just pray this for her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be praying for you. Okay. Keep us updated if you get a chance. All right. 303-690-3000. We're going to try to take at least one more call. Let's go to Donovan in Denver. Donovan? Donovan, are you there? Okay. Okay, let's let's go ahead and let's go to William in Atlanta. William? Hey, how you doing? Good. You're on Calvary Live. Yes, sir. I was I was calling in for prayer for my for my family, for the Wiggins family, uh for my son, especially Peyton Wiggins. Uh he got in a little trouble a couple of years ago, a year or two ago, he's twenty one years old. I brought my kids up in the church and uh I know God says train up a child in the way that they must go. And I've, I've done everything God told me yeah. to do concerning my, my son and my daughters. 
and my son, uh, he's out on bond, and uh, he's he's into drugs. Uh, he's he's not in his right mind, and a lot of stuff that he yeah. does. And I'm just praying that God will. Uh, I, I'm I'm asking for prayer that you pray that God will block the enemy of uh, his mind, that he will see God for who he is. Yeah, absolutely, William. It's so hard when uh, we have a child that has gone out into the world and so many people that are listening right now are, are facing that. But, Father, I do pray. I pray for um, Patton. I just pray that he, he was raised with your word being planted in his heart. And, Lord, I, pr- I just ask that you would just begin to bring those things forth in remembrance and that, Lord, that you would just protect him from the enemy who's trying to destroy him, uh, trying to destroy him through drugs, through other things. Um, the Lord, just the accuser of the brethren who accuses us day and night, uh, just telling lies into his mind. And, Lord, I pray that um, that even as the father is brokenhearted, that he still loves his son and he commits him to you, we do, for you to work, to draw him to, to you in every way. And, Lord, I just pray that you bring him home. Bring him home to you, Lord, and that uh, you would bring the right people to him, uh, the right situations, because no one's too far gone, um, that you can't get a hold of them, touch them. So we just pray that you would just, um, Lord, do a work, a mighty work, in bringing this prodigal home to you, to the Father, and to his faith. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you. God bless you. You bet, William. You will be praying, William. Hey, let's let's go back to Donovan. Donovan? Donovan, yeah, you are there? you there? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we got a couple doing? minutes. <laughs> I'm good. Got a couple minutes, but I wanted to get you on the air before we sign off. Yeah, no worries. I was just, I wanted to get on because um, it's not that I don't know if I'm, in the wrong or not, because uh, obviously the path is narrow, right, to eternal life. Very few find it. So yeah. when we go out there and we're dealing with people, um, we're dealing with the broad path. And so a lot of times um, um, it's not a lovey-dovey thing that people understand, you know. Um, right. It's, like, I'm a barber, so my platform is my chair, you know. not yeah. Everybody, everybody um, from the barbershop that sits in the chair, they get the word in, and, and it hits right on, you know, like. It's almost yeah. like God puts him there because he needs this type of gospel or whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, the Bible says, you know, like, some of the things that we shouldn't be doing, we shouldn't be doing. And there's a lot of radical Christians out there, and there's a lot of Christians that do things in a loving manner. Um, but the Bible, from what I know, says uh, to put on the full armor of God so you can withstand yeah. the wiles or the schemes of the devil. So yeah. when we have this armor on, we're also going to have to have this type of discernment to withstand the schemes or know when the devil is scheming, right? Right. And, you know, he is. And the thing is, you know, I think it's wonderful that that you see, you know, what you do in life is more than just a job. You have opportunity to personally talk with people. You're cutting their hair. But I want to pray for you, Donovan. And here's the thing. We want discernment in what we say to people and giving them truth. And the thing is, the gospel is an offense to, to some. And some are going to be offended as you give them truth. Um, but you speak the truth in love. And you, you speak the truth in being a light to others. And, and 
you know, I'm just going to pray for you as we're getting ready to go off the air, that God will show you in doing that. And Father, I pray for Donovan as, Lord, he, he uses the barber chair as he's cutting people's hair um, to, to be a witness and to give truth and to give the gospel. And Lord, give him wisdom, give him discernment. Lord, um, as he goes in, he puts on the whole armor of God. But Lord, uh, we know that the gospel is an offense to others and um, that he would just speak the truth in love. That, Lord, that as you guide him and direct him in the words to say, that uh, he would be able to minister to those that you give to him. And, and Lord, that um, he would do it in gentleness. He would do it in humility, speaking the truth in love, um, perhaps to grant those, as Paul would write to Timothy, to those who would come into repentance and the knowledge of the truth. And so, Lord, be with Donovan. I thank you for his call. I just pray that you would bless him in every way. And Lord, for all of us, that wherever you've placed us, in the schools, in the hospitals, in our workplace, out in the fields, um, you know, delivery uh, people, um, at the restaurants, that we would be a light um, and we would just be able to share that light, be that light to others that come into our day. And we just pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, be praying for you, Donovan. We're getting ready to go off the air. Thank you so much for everybody who's called. We had a great Calvary Live. I will be back tomorrow at the same time, but you continue to just uh, be a, a light to others, speak the truth in love, and uh, the, God wants to use you in that way. So God bless you. It's so good for you um, to be on the show, those of you who were, and We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. God bless you. Have a great evening. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.